This is the Accounting Influencers Podcast with Rob Brown and Martin Bissett. Martin, the Countex just gets bigger and bigger, doesn't it? It does, it does. And it's the biggest, I'd say biggest show in Europe, and I'm thinking it might be the biggest show in the world. What we know, for sure, is the one-stop shop for digital and in-person events. With the following it's built over the years, Accountex packed a punch that's with events that are dedicated to both the accounting and finance professionals. Yeah, and it's all CPD accredited as well. They've got a virtual summit coming up 10th, 11th of November, which is free to attend. And they've got some interesting topics coming up there, haven't they? Digital assets, social mobility, future of cloud accounting, commercializing opportunities for NTD, penalty reform, not your normal lineup. Yeah, and it's all ramping up to the big event they've got going on in London at the Excel Arena. It's the largest in Europe. And if you want your CPD points, if you want to find out what's happening, don't forget to book that in your diary for the 11th and 12th of May. And there's a website they can go to, Martin. Yeah, accountex.co.uk or indeed follow them on Twitter at at accountex. That's at accountex. It's a Saturday bonus. We're continuing with our series on the prices, right? Last week, we looked at market expectations and the fact that business owners don't really know what accountants do and how they should be charging. So this week, Martin, we are focusing on what most accountants build their whole business on. It's the R word. Talk to us about this. It is. It's the reliance on referrals. Happy Saturday, folks. Here's another one challenge for you. Although the good news is through this series, if you've been following it, there is only one more challenge to go after this one. But... Reliance on referrals um, specifies that throughout time, the business model for an accounting firm has been based on gross recurring fees. If any of you for any reason are unfamiliar with that term, I can't imagine you would be. But in other words, the top line comes from business that you can charge every single year and your client is disinclined to move away from you. They will generally stick with you for year after year after year because you have them by the short and girlies. You have their financial information. You know what's going on in their business, whereas most other people don't. So as a professional service provider, you have a very close bond with your clients. They're not inclined to leave. They think all accountants are the same. So they'll go with the devil they know rather than the devil they don't. And that produces gross recurring fees. So in other words, an accountant is mandated by law to make sure that certain organizations who choose to represent them are compliant in their financial reporting requirements. They've got to use you. They don't have a lot of choice. This is a double-edged sword for the profession because on the one hand, it provides security and an ability to know that the bills can be paid. But you know, in the following months for the accounting firm, yep, we've got overhead covered. Yep, we've got payroll covered. Yep, I've got my mortgage covered. I know what's coming in. It's a comfort blanket for accountants, isn't it? Big time. Big time. That's the upside of gross recurring fees. But on the downside, it never exposes the accountant to the risk of being rejected very often because you grow by referral and referrals do not require to be very you know, convinced very much to have to work with you. They've generally made that decision before they arrive at your door because the business is saying, use, use my friends, I'll use my friend's accountant. So they've decided that unless you've got two heads, we're working with you. So I think, so you don't know what it's like to have to go out into the market. You don't get practice at holding a value proposition. You don't get practice at pricing something. You don't get practice at handling objections and resolving concerns. You basically take orders. So the risk referred to here as a, why is this a challenge in your pricing? It is the one which means that accountants do not have to get out and win work like many of your clients do. 
So you can't empathize with what your clients are going through either. Even harder to provide more services, even harder to justify higher fees. You can't even empathize with what they're going through because you don't have to go through it. And the legal profession is different to accounting profession because they got to go out there, hunt something, kill it, eat it, and go out and do it again. That's right. And, and of course, there are retainers in the legal profession, but nothing like the sort of longevity that accountants enjoy. So accountants become insulated from that risk of having to hunt and kill, as you put it, Rob, each month, which is beneficial financially, sure. But from a behavioral and profitability point of view, it creates apathy and inertia. So when you don't get exposed to the risk of actually having to haggle, negotiate, close, explain benefits, uh, handle and resolve concerns on a very regular basis, you're always going to be susceptible to client pushbacks and objections. That's a problem if you're trying to price something or trying to increase your prices. And all too often, practitioners are worried that they're going to lose business because they fear rejection simply because they're not used to negotiation. Accounting firms are used to new business simply appearing and not and having not to do very much to win it. So in order to overcome this, guys, as an accounting firm, you've got to become far more astute in the acquisition of winning new business proactively because, one, it will sharpen your skill set commercially. Two, it will get you used to handling objections. Three, it will get you used to justifying your price. And four, you will start to dictate your average fee and profitability in your firm and not simply it being a calculation of the people who decided to walk through your door. Yeah, that makes so much sense. And the problem with referrals for accountants, if they're relying on them too much, you ask most accountants how they get the new business and they'll say referrals and they say it proudly, referrals, recommendations, introductions. But the problem as a mentor once told me is that you're relying on third parties to dictate the speed of growth of your business. You also have no quality control over the when those referrals will come in, of what magnitude, are they the right fit? At what price will that be? Are they the right kind of niche that we're in? So a reliance on referrals, whilst it may be great for a little bit of security, is problematic for accountants on a number of levels. Well, you, both of those are particularly invalid, and here's the extension of them. So if you ever come across a particularly switched on business owner who is a grade A client for you, and you see so much you can do in that business to help them, and you want to position yourself not as their accountant, but as their advisor, then the very first thing they're going to do is to ask you if you walk your talk. And guess what? They're telling you, or rather, you're telling them, I apologize, you're telling them that they should be forecasting their new business and, and taking a long-term view and making a five-year plan and being strategic. Building a pipeline of opportunities. Absolutely. <laughs> and they're going to turn back at you and say, do you do that? Where's your new business coming from? Do you forecast it? How did you do this month? You ask any accounting firm that question, they're going to struggle with the answer because whatever came in this month came in largely by chance. We mentioned that on a previous show, Martin, about the power of walking your walk and talking your talk. Right. And what kind of business owner, what kind of ambitious, highly profitable, hungry business owner is going to take advice from an accountant who doesn't even know where their own new business is coming from. So the challenge for pricing, as far as a reliance on referrals is concerned, is that you get locked into, this is what you charged the last client, they've referred you, so you're expected to charge that again, even though it might be a completely different deal. So that's one of the implications here. It is one of the implications, certainly. that The main implication from relying on referrals to pricing is that you price whatever they ask for, and you price it based on the the need to do it from a compliance point of view. Very few people will come in on a referral basis and say, can you help me achieve my commercial objectives over the next 10 years? 
They'll come in and say, can you be my accountant? In other words, make sure I'm compliant by law, take care of my tax affairs. So you get used to pricing based on time it takes you to carry out compliance-based roles. You never get used to making a commercial case to a board for why they should move from their current accountant to you because you are an improvement on their current provision. Because that's where the profit is. That's where the high-end engagements are. And you don't get exposed to that because you're only busy taking orders. Yeah, we're going to come up with some solutions uh, over the next few weeks, Martin, for these accounting practitioners. But for the moment, we're just getting them to acknowledge that these challenges and issues are problems that they need to address. And if they're doing them right, they need to duplicate that process, create a standard operating procedure and relay that to the rest of the firm because that's best practice. Yeah, very much so. Very much so. We have nine challenges for you. You've now heard eight, guys. So it's almost over. The beating is almost over. And from there, we're going to improve morale. And we're going to go to the solutions for you so that you can implement the things you really need to do to see far more profit in your practice. We'll see you next week on part nine. This is the Accounting Influencers Podcast with Rob Brown and Martin Bissett.